Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Las Vegas. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Going bell to bell with the best in professional wrestling news, entertainment, and lots of Sin City surprises from inside the squared circle. Now, let's get to all the exciting pro wrestling action and bring on the host. Here is Mark Hoke. And welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Mark Hoke Show. I'm Mark Hoke. Thanks for being with us. What's going on, everybody? David Difference a- in there. A- acknowledge me. I'm trying to. You're bouncing around in there again. What I do. Oh. Oh, here we go. I ain't seen you in a while, man. It's good to see you. You look beautiful. You've been living in a mountain or something. What's going on? Yeah, I was out in Mont Charleston. Shout out to the CIM marketing crew. Who's out? Oh, doing way too, way too much. I'm still recouping. David Difference, everybody. Oh, mountain man. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, what a difference a Dave makes. Welcome. Good morning, world. Las Vegas, all my peoples out there. Yay! Let's go. I'm tired. Lots of pro wrestling action going on this week. And I am very excited as soon as Dave stops making me seek sick. Because, of course, we are live streaming our show as well. Mm-hmm. Aside from being on KDOM 101.5 FM, the talk of Las Vegas. The Odyssey app, that worldwide app that if you have not downloaded it yet, what are you doing? Because there's great programming on KDOM plus from all over the world. I mean, it's great stuff. You got to check it out. It's beautiful stuff happening. Yeah, got to get that. And, of course, we are streaming on YouTube, Facebook, and I switched it. We're on Twitch. What's that? Twitch. Ah, uh, yeah. You know what Twitch is. Hey, Come on. Hey, Twitchers. Is it Twitchers? <laughs> I, Twitchies. Hey, Twitchies. We're here. <laughs> I like Twitchies. <laughs> Acknowledge us. Yeah. So switch that up a little bit. But uh, thank you for tuning in and you know we got the old chat box open so if you want to interact with the show we would be thrilled to have you saying hi to us and give us your input your thoughts that's always fun and you know you can listen to us on the radio and you know get in the chat box and whatever you want to do leave us some language yay (laughs) language oh man by the way fast shout out to my north dakota state bison you can see on the live stream, there's a Bison medallion right behind David Difference. Who? North Dakota State. Football team knocked off Montana State yesterday in the uh, FCS playoffs. And all I heard all week long was how my boys were going down. Mm. No siree, Bob. So, so, Pop Warner? So, screw all of you guys. We're still rolling. The strength of the herd. Are you, what are you doing? I was going to wear it. Well, you, now you turned it so people can't see it. Don't nobody want to see that. Yeah, they do. <laughs> That's why they tune in to see this toadstool. piece of junk behind me. Unbelievable. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, um, well, congrats, Mark. Thanks. By the way, I uh, went to see Adam Sandler last night. Oh, yeah? How was that? Awesome show. He's doing a 20-city tour. Okay. And if he gets near you, highly recommend Laughed, cried, became a part. Literally. So, Unbelievable. A lot of big trip down memory lane. And what a creative show, man. Wow. Yeah, he's he's a, a national treasure, that guy. He is. Why do we have the AC on in here? I don't know. Well, you know, you could 
Turned it down. It's insane. Turned it up. Turned down the AC to make it warmer. And you would turn it up. Oh, you could turn it up to make it cooler. Mm. You want to fight? Yeah, I do. (laughs) (laughs) Let's. Hey, Sal Bandini, want to wrestle? Why don't we talk about a little wrestle? All right, let's go. But we we have a very special guest. We're going to be here. We got a chance to interview Impact's longest reigning all time world champion, Josh Alexander. The walking weapon. Mm. Nice. You know what? He's one of those nice Canadian boys. Oh, yeah? Yeah, great guy. I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing this, man. You shunned me from the interview. I didn't shun you. You couldn't make it. I don't know. Don't even give me that. It is freezing in here. Please. Well, well, on the break, turn the thermostat down. <laughs> Put your belly the break. I don't know if I can make it to the break. You'll, I'm going to catch pneumonia. You'll survive. But anyway, I'm very excited. We're going to hear from Josh Alexander. And, of course, they're getting ready to invade Las Vegas here in a matter of weeks as Impact. Well, they'll be they won't be Impact after this uh, next event. Right, they will yeah. be switching back to the TNA moniker. It'll be TNA Hard to Kill over at the Palms on January thirteenth. That's going to be a great time. Look forward to all of you coming out, and it's going to be a new era of Impact Wrestling back to TNA, and you know going to the Palms too, and that. The great venue over there. So you need to go over and check it out. Go get your tickets right now. Get on over there. I mean, seriously. Well, you don't even have to get on over there to well, get on over to see it. But, you know, buy tickets. You know, just pick your favorite outlet and go buy some. Dillard's? I don't know. If, <laughs> maybe Dillard sells tickets. Maybe they got a little ticket kiosk right. in there. You said your favorite, man. I don't know. Well, it's not your favorite. You didn't it, say ticket. You didn't specify, Mark. What is your problem? You got to be very particular. There's people out there going nuts, man. They're headed to uh, the 99 cent store <laughs> to buy their tickets. To Walmart to get tickets. They don't know, man. You got to guide them. <sighs> <laughs> oh, what a weekend, man. Jesus, you are messed up, dude. Thank you. You're messed up. Thank you. So, Adam Sandler, that's dope. Ha- uh, shout out to your daughter. It was her birthday, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she, uh, I made her explode her face with sushi. It was hilarious. Nice. That's but, the only way to eat sushi. Oh, she, she had a, oh my God, had a uh, piece of sushi and it just didn't, with some sriracha on it and I made her laugh and it did not go well. Oh. For her. Went oh, great yeah. for me. <laughs> but anyway, enough of that, enough of that stuff. We, we had to talk a little CM Punk and then we're going to get to our interview with Josh Alexander. Wanted to uh, get your thoughts, Dave, because uh, the man whose feet you wash every day, the Wait, the, the man you worship, you have a shrine in Dave Cave now. CM Punk. To CM Punk. That's my guy right there. So showed up on Raw and uh, cut his little promo. Mm-hmm. You know, he was he was all happy and you know, it was like, oh, I'm home. He's home, you know. Yeah, he is. You know, after he lit it on fire on the way out the door. Sometimes it'd be like that. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, he he was he was thrilled to be there. But uh people were kind of banging on this promo a little bit. They, they weren't uh weren't too thrilled, uh, just you know, kinda you know, they were I think everybody was hoping he was gonna bash AEW and and I, I don't know why people thought he would be bashing AEW on this promo because obviously he can't. You know, it's there's an NDA there. 
He's not saying a word about AEW. Was there an NDA? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he's not he's not saying anything about that. Yeah, people are always going to complain about something. But that's Punk's so methodical. If you look at all his uh promos like just even from back in the days, it's like Ah, uh, you know there's something else working in his mind, man. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, go with it. Even at the end when he said, I'm not here to make friends, I'm here to make money. That was yeah. Like, uh, there, there's, that, there's that feel, man. <laughs> like, you never know where he's coming from. Yeah, so it. a couple of things he said in there. Um, Once upon a time, an American dream, referring to Dusty Rhodes, taught me that if you speak from the heart, you cannot go wrong because it is the truth, and this is the truth, I'm home. Uh, said the voiceless found their voice and I couldn't be more proud of you referring to people constantly still chanting his name at WWE events all the time, mm-hmm. which did happen. Said, I love you guys. Uh, said uh, a wise man referring to Paul Heyman told me that for me to get everything I need out of this place, I'd have to leave and come back. Uh, going back to his pipe bomb promo. Uh, gave a shout out to AJ Lee, said she's doing great. She misses everybody and uh, said that everybody welcomed him back with open arms. Well, almost everybody. And then made that little comment you said about at the end. Um, I was kind of, I think everybody was kind of, well, because there's been time. I mean, a lot has happened, right? So it's like, okay, what? I mean, number one, what is he going to say? And then, like, I went back and I watched his stuff when he first came to AEW. He comes in <laughs> as a perfect shining example of what uh, corporate wants. And then he, he has his own things going. So, I, But I, I love what they're doing already with the Seth thing. Like, they're building stuff. I just read today they're talking about him versus Austin. That is true. Like they, I don't want to see that, but I mean, I would want to see that in the heyday, not today. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna save that because I, I I do have that on the agenda for a little bit later because there are people are already bringing that up that uh, they want that CM Punk Austin match. We'll we'll discuss that possibility a little bit later in the show, but yeah. So CM <laughs> Punk uh, makes his promo and uh, he is not committed to either Raw or SmackDown yet, so maybe he's gonna get the old Brock Lesnar treatment and show up wherever he wants, whenever he wants, which probably isn't a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just just keep him floating in the wind. The best in the world. Just, yeah, so overall, good, good. so far, so good. Yeah, just flying And I hear around. he's got a clause in there. What kind of clause would that be? For, uh, like, behavioral and, you know. Yeah, there might be that. I mean, I would assume that that's in place. It's like. Yeah, I mean, everybody's got, you know, different clauses like that in their contracts that you can't do certain things. So that doesn't surprise me. I mean, he, he might have got a, like a super bad, you know, like a bad Santa Claus in there. I don't you know, know what that is. You know, the bad Santa, the bad Santa movies, you know, when you're really bad. You know, like a little little extra, a little something something. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. As opposed I, to just the something. You got the something something. Oh. Like yeah. my claws. Yeah. Yeah. Like Santa. Yeah. <laughs> the one that you completely ignore all the time. <laughs> yeah, so this so CM Punk makes his his debut on Monday Night Raw and off we go. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh you know, what, let's get this let's get this interview rolling. We'll we'll take our break a little bit late. Uh but uh we want to hear from the Impact longest reigning Impact World Champion of all time. Of course, and just you know, one of the one of the coolest guys I think I've interviewed. He was uh Quite fun to talk to. Uh, Dave, did you want me? I can, I can get this rolling if you want. 
Oh, yeah, go for it, man. All right, so let's hear from Josh Alexander. And we are on the Mark Hoke Show, and we are very excited to, well, bring in the man from Impact and soon to be TNA. And you can smile, Josh. It's okay. You're allowed. He is the walking weapon, Josh Alexander. Josh, welcome to the Mark Hoke Show. We are very proud to have you on. Welcome. Thank you for having me. And, you know, it's hard not to smile when you say those three letters, uh, TNA. So <laughs> I might be smiling a lot for this interview. Yeah, we're going to ask you about that coming up here in a little bit. Of course, uh, we got Impact Final Resolution coming up here on Saturday, December 9th. Uh, you're going to be teaming up with Zack Sabre Jr. taking on the Motor, Motor City Machine Guns up in Toronto. And then coming up here in Las Vegas, and we don't say Impact anymore. It's going to be TNA, Hard to Kill. At the Palms Casino Resort, Saturday, January 13th, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, where you're going to be facing off with Will Ospreay. Plus, we got TV tapings, Snake Eyes on the 14th, starting at 4.30. And, of course, I want to kind of start there with Will Ospreay. <laughs> you faced off with him just a little while ago. What was that like taking on Will Ospreay? Uh, I mean, it was everything you'd think it was going to be and more, I think, you know, like I've followed Will Ospreay for several years now, at least like the last eight since he debuted in New Japan and has done his, you know, all, all the work he's done there. You know, I've been following it closely. Like, it's it's hard to say there's a better all-round wrestler in the world right now than Will Ospreay. I mean, you talk about 2023 and you see the names he's beat along the way and, you know, uh, adding myself to that list, unfortunately, as somebody who's lost to Will Ospreay, but uh, being able to step up the ring with him, you know, in front of an impact crowd and, you know, just keep that momentum growing that we've been building and showing that we have some of the best wrestlers in the world in this locker room going against some of the very best in the world, you know, from outside like Will Ospreay, you know, I was honored to get that matchup and, you know, represent impact in TNA wrestling. So now you're going to face him again in Vegas. Uh, and... Well, <laughs> I'm not confirmed yet, actually. Oh, was... Okay. Post-match, uh, after our first match, we had like seven or eight minutes. We just talked and went back and forth in the, in the ring. And he had said that he wants to come back and wrestle in TNA. Not that, well, sorry, not that he wants. He needs to. And I laid out the challenge, man. If he needs to come back and he wants to step foot in the TNA ring, it's going to be against me. So uh, we will see if that challenge is accepted, if that does happen. And, you know, if it doesn't, then, you know, that's not on me, man. I'm doing my best. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, of, of course, you know, the TNA name is coming back. And you know, a lot of people were questioning, well, why are we doing that? And and I swear to God, I thought Scott Demore was gonna, you know, have a coronary when he made that announcement. He was so excited <laughs> about it. And what does that mean to everybody now that impact is going back to being called TNA? What is the significance of that to all of you there? I think the significance of it is brand recognition, first and foremost, you know, over the past few years, you know, I've been with Impact Wrestling nearly five years now. Every time I cross the border or go through security in an airport and they ask me what I'm doing, I say I'm wrestling. They say for who? If I say Impact Wrestling, they might know. And if they don't know, I say, well, have you heard of TNA? And they go, yeah. And I go, well, the same company. So, you know, it's just brand recognition because everybody remembers those good old days that inspired the locker room that we have now, you know, uh, other than people like Frankie Kazarian, Chris Saban, Alex Shelley, people that were part of TNA in the past, everybody like myself, Jordan Grace, Chris Bay, Ace Austin, the list goes on. You know, we were inspired by those three letters, by TNA in the heyday when we were coming up and we were like teenage kids just with a dream. 
And I know for me personally, being able to see the likes of Samoa Joe and AJ Styles and all this stuff, that changed my entire life. That showed me that I didn't have to be, you know, six foot six and muscle bound like Batista, the other guy I was watching on the other network on television at the time to become a pro wrestler. I, I saw that wrestlers came in all shapes and sizes and their athleticism and their pre- presentation is what could, you know, make them be great pro wrestlers. And that's what inspired me to just get in a ring and start training for the very first time. And now luckily, you know, uh, all, all, all thanks, you know, the man up top or whatever you do believe in, I'm able to be a part of that now, January 13th, when TNA comes back, it's a dream come true. You know, you can't seem to get away from the motor city machine guns and all those guys. And, in a way, it's kind of funny that you know, you, you've been tangling with them for so long. But at the same time, I think it also says something about TNA and the loyalty that a lot of you have to that company. Why does everybody love being there so much? And what is it about you and them that you just can't seem to separate from them? And the road always goes back to the Motor City Machine Guns with you guys. Well, uh, you know there's always been a little bad blood with me and the machine guns. You know, I grew up an enormous fan of them. They revolutionized tag team wrestling in the early 2010s. They inspired tag teams like like the young bucks. I don't think the young bucks would have been the same tag team if they hadn't had these historic matches and time in the ring with somebody like the motor city machine guns. And, uh, you know, for me personally, as a fan loved them. Then I had this historic longest tag team title reign ever you know the first championships i held in impact wrestling and that was ended by the motors and machine guns and then i've always had alex shelley kind of behind me you know chasing after me while i had that world championship and then when i got hurt he ended up being champion i had to chase him you know just being able to step foot in the ring with these guys chris saban who i think is one of the most underrated wrestlers in all of pro wrestling and alex shelley who you know his resume speaks for itself. He's inspired a generation and a style of pro wrestling all on his own, both in singles and tag team competition, being able to step foot in the ring with these guys. Uh, a it's a dream come true for somebody like me who watched them as a teenager before I ever got, you know, into wrestling myself. But now as a competitor, like the walking weapon character is not that all, all different than the real man you're seeing right here as Josh Alexander right now. I just want to compete to compete. I got to get in the ring with the very best and Alex Shelley and Chris Saber are two of the very best in our locker room. And I think that's why we get in the ring so often. And, and I think it's been amazing recently, just how well people are receiving what's been going on at impact. And it, for a while, I think some people kind of dismissed impact, but over the past few years, especially and and under what, especially under what you were doing as world champion, people started saying, "Wow, you know that what's going on over there is really terrific." What do you think has been the key for everybody to really start tuning back into Impact and saying, "Man, there's there's an unbelievable amount of talent, some unbelievable matches," and everybody's just been saying, "Man, I got to tune in and go and watch these guys go at it again." I, I think it starts from management all the way down. You know, when Scott Demore took over, you know, right before I started, I think five or six years ago now, um, you know, it, it, he changed the way it was going to be a slow build. You had to regain momentum. You had to right the wrongs that were done in the past where we kind of turned fans away and we had to bring it back and we knew it was going to be a slow thing, but you know, we had to be consistent. So the entire writing for the show had to be consistent. All the in-ring product and the matches had to be consistent. And the one thing that I think makes you a great pro wrestler is being able to be dependable and consistent. Every time you step with the ring, no matter who you're in the ring with, no matter what size, they are what style they might have 
being able to just synergistically mesh and put on something that, you know, wows the crowd and makes it memorable. And I think that there's so many people in our locker room from the top down, whether it be myself, Eddie Edwards, Moose, Frankie Kazarian, over to the knockouts, you know, Deanna Parrazzo, uh, Jordan Grace, Kylan King now coming up, you know, Tag Team Vision, ABC, the Rascals, all these. We all take great pride in what we do. We, when we go out there and we have a match, we want to have the very best match every single time to make sure the crowd goes home. And they're not saying, you know, to their friends, oh, you know, that show was all right. They're saying, you got to go to this show the next time we're here. The best business card that we can have to send out there is putting the very best product we have in the ring every single time to make sure the crowd goes home happy. And when the crowds are going home now, the momentum is growing because they're telling their friends, they're telling people how good the shows are. And people are finally tuning back in Impact Wrestling, TNA Wrestling, soon to be in January. And I think that's where all the momentum comes from. All right. And that is Josh Alexander. We've got more with him, including Dave that incredible story about what happened when he relinquished the world championship with his family and his little son in the ring. Heartwarming. Who stole the belt away. Oh, that was that was a rough one. And you're going to hear that story and a whole lot more. Of course, uh, they're going to be here January 13th for TNA Hard to Kill. So we got more with Josh Alexander and much more from the world of pro wrestling on the Mark Oak Show coming up. Stick around. We'll be right back. 1015 FM K-Don. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Here again, your host, Mark Hoke. And we return to the Mark Hoke Show here on K-Don 1015 FM the talk of Las Vegas. David Difference. Yay. Hopefully you're doing better now in the booth. Uh, yeah, this is it's a more suitable temperature for what I do in here. I don't know what those guys do on the weekends. They're insane, man. We need to have a company sit down. I agree. I would agree with that. Well, let's schedule that. There man. needs to be a company sit down. Well, of course, we got to have a sit down with Impact Wrestling's Josh Alexander the longest reigning world champion in impact history as he can gets ready to come here to Vegas in about, uh, about six weeks away mm. down at the Palms, man, January 13th. Going to be an awesome time. I'm sure David difference and I are going to be there. You know it. You better be. If it's wrestling, we're there. Yeah. So let's hear more from, well, the baddest man in impact, the walking weapon, Josh, Alexander. And we're on the Mark Hoke show with Impact slash TNA's Josh Alexander. And Josh, what is it like to work with Scott Diamore? Because, you know, you see him on TV, and that man seems to be willing to do just about anything to get this company over. And it's amazing to watch. What is it like being under his stewardship? Um, I mean, it's the best. Like I, I can't compare him to any other boss because this is the only company I've worked for since you know I broke out into television and all this stuff. But uh, you know, just to have a guy that's as passionate about the product as everybody that's going in there and risking their lives every time they have a match and risking their health, you know what I mean? And just to have that sense of pride to want to put the best you know, product out there every single time, like Scott. He's a very honest man, but he's a very fair man. Like if you go out there and you do something that he's like 
maybe not might not agree with he'll hear you out first but you know at the end of the day he wants the very best product in that ring at all times so we all share that in common and i i think it just makes for an easy time especially when your boss has the same mindset as you now of course you were just coming off being the longest reigning impact world champion and in an era for a while where championships were changing hands very quickly we've now seen a time period where in many companies, champions are holding on to their titles for a year or so or longer. Why do you think that that has changed now? Ooh, I, I can't say for sure why. I, I think that it's kind of a pushback on what, you know, the attention span of fans in general, not just wrestling fans, have these days. I, I think that because of social media and because there's so much wrestling to consume on a weekly basis, I think fans have a very what's next mentality. Like when I was chasing Moose and I finally defeated Moose, everybody was behind me. Everybody was ready. And then a couple months after that, I could kind of feel the crowd shifting to being into that. What's next? When's Josh going to lose? Who's he going to lose it to? And that interest. But there's also an interest on the flip side of, you know, every time they're clamoring for, say, Alex Shelley to beat me at Emergence when I defended it. Or, you know, Eddie Edwards to defeat me at Bound for Glory when I defended on that historic run I was on. Every time it doesn't happen it gets people talking a little bit more, getting people to wonder what's next, when I might lose it. The longer the sustainable title run can happen, that's when you're in for bigger and bigger surprises. And unfortunately, due to my injury, we never got to pay off that surprise and really, you know, have that happen, which, you know, sucks for me because, you know, you don't get to end the story. But uh, yeah, I, I think that has something to do with it. The longer reigns make for uh, a more, a, a bigger conversation piece at the water cooler for all the fans talking the next day. You know, but you did get some water cooler talk out of the end of the story, though, because when you if people didn't see it, when you did relinquish the title, you were in the ring with your wife and your son. And when you went to hand the title over, if they didn't see it, your son came over and tried to grab the belt. And it, it, how was your son at the time? He was what, four, I believe. Yeah, he was four years old. Came over and grabbed the title and ran back over to your wife. And you guys had to convince him to give the belt back up. One of the cutest and most touching moments you might have ever seen in professional wrestling and and i i don't and i'm just curious what was going through your mind when that whole thing was going on and did you guys plan it out or was that spontaneous uh all spontaneous like the entire everything i said that night was just all spontaneous for me like when i got my notes for what i'm doing all it said was go out there and talk just speak from the heart, say whatever you want to say. And that's one of the first times that's happened to me in Impact Wrestling. So I just went out there, grabbed the microphone, and I just started blabbing. And it was all genuine because, you know, in those moments when you get hurt and you don't know how serious it is, like I, I literally flew from surgery the day before to the town to make to TVs to relinquish that title. Wow. And, you know, other than the physical pain, you're going through the emotional anguish of being like the uncertainty in that moment of, am I ever going to be able to be the same again? That's, that's one of the, like the most heart wrenching things because I'd worked so hard to get to that point, doing these things that I never dreamed possible. I was literally living my dream in that moment. And uh, yeah, giving up the belt, that sucked. Uh, the second I tried to hand it over, my son grabbing it out of my hands because, you know, not that he thinks it's his, but he thinks that belongs to me. To this day, right now, I don't have that world championship. And every time I come back from an Impact Wrestling show, he asks me if I got it back. And I, I have to disappoint him every oh, single time. Oh, no way. Yeah. Oh. Uh, that, that's the tough balance with uh, pro wrestling and being a champion when you have uh, 
kids and I, I'm lucky enough to be my son's, you know, superhero. You know, he doesn't like Batman. He doesn't like anything like that. He, he believes in Josh Alexander first and foremost above anything else. And, uh, you know, it's a little gut wrenching for me, but it's also motivating at the same time to get back to where I was. So when is that time coming? It, it, oh, Josh, you, you know, you got to get that title back soon. Oh, I know I do, but uh, I don't know about soon. I, I, I'm coming off two singles losses, both Alex Shelley and Will Ospreay, you know, back to back. And I, I can't say that Josh Alexander pre-tricep injury from a year ago would have lost those two matches. You know, I, I need to get back to being myself and being comfortable in the ring like I was before. And, uh, you know, unfortunately to this day, I'm still not as comfortable as I am. And I think that's what I attribute to having those losses on those big stages like I have been. Well, I'm sure it's going to happen soon enough. So we're going to look forward to seeing you be the TNA champion somewhere down the road. I mean, I like the sounds of that. And if I'm not, if I'm not trying to win the world championship, I don't know what I'm doing in this business. So uh, that, that is my sole goal, you know, moving forward. It's just when it's going to come to fruition. We'll see. Well, I really do appreciate you coming on the show, but I got to give you a shot here real quick to tell everybody what can they expect if they come out January 13th to the Palms to see everybody from TNA and we get to say TNA, TNA, TNA once again at the Palms Casino on January 13th, what are they going to see? You're going to see one of those talented, well-rounded, most motivated locker rooms in all of pro wrestling. I think that goes without saying anybody that comes in from any other company and they step foot in our locker room. The one thing they say is like the passion is completely electric. It, it It's something that, you know, it's just, it, it just spreads all the way across the locker room and it just raises the bar for everybody else. It lets you know that you're going to have to go out there and work your ass off because the match before you is going to be just as good as, or if not better than anything you're going to put out. So you're going to have to work real hard to keep raising that bar as we go on all the way through the main event. Trust me as somebody who's been in countless impact wrestling main events in the past, I've gone out there so many times being like, man, I don't know how I'm going to follow that or follow this. And you just got to go out there, grit, grit your teeth and, you know, give your best shot every single time. And uh, I, I think every fan's going to go home seeing a little bit of everything on our show. We have a variety show. We have people like Joe Hendry who are extremely entertaining, get the crowd involved. We have some of the best in-ring talents in the world, be it myself, Alex Shelley, Frankie Kazarian, the list goes on. The knockouts are second to none in this business. I think our female division is the best in all of pro wrestling. So you're going to go home seeing a little bit of everything, and I guarantee you're going to get your money's worth. Well, Josh, I want to thank you for coming on the Mark Oak Show. We really do appreciate it. I know I'm clearing my weekend out. May just get a room over there at Palm's Place and hang out with everybody. It should be a great time, and we'll look forward to seeing you. Whether it's Will Osprey or somebody else, it's going to be awesome to see you going going at it at the Palm's on January 13th. Thanks for coming on. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me. I can't wait to hear all those TNA chants January 13th. It should be great. Thank you very much, bud. All right, and there you go. Josh Alexander. Good stuff. Join us on the show. <clears throat> really good. You did a great job, Mark, and Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. That's off to you, man. You're a brilliant man. <laughs> you know, and, and it's interesting. You know, it was something that I, I didn't really think about. The When when parents have, wrestlers have young kids like that, mm -hmm. and and something like that happens, and, you know, a, a, a parent has a championship, you know, the kids don't really understand, you know, what's going on, and, you know, they they lose a title, and, and you know, like, and, and, you know, the... The, the you know the parents their hero you know like Josh said, and you come home without that title and they're like what happened oh no and you know 
And that was, that was really, if, if you haven't watched that, I, I recommend you go back and see that because it, it was such a, a poignant moment when, when Josh's son ran up and just stole that belt. Yeah. I mean, and, and his wife is just, you know, put her hands over her face and, you know, started to cry and, and Josh had to go over and, and console his son and, you know, and for a minute and then take the belt. And man, that was, that was crazy. And, you know, it was interesting to hear Josh, you know, Josh's son is every time he comes home, it was like, hey, dad, you know, did you, did you get the belt back? <laughs> well, there it is. That's that, that is really something, man. Yeah. 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 Well, kids still believe in everything. Yeah. Most kids, but that's man. That's part of the fun of fun and and pain of being a pro wrestler. But mm-hmm. yeah, he you know of course he was in the top ten this year of Pro Wrestling Illustrated's uh, PWI five hundred. Uh, had an unbelievable year. You know that period of course runs mid year to mid year, and just an amazing run for him in Impact. And it's going to be fun. You know, I, and I think he kind of hinted that he's not a hundred percent yet from you know that that tricep tear. But he's going to get there, and he really is one of the top wrestlers in the world. It's going to be fun when he gets a, gets back to 100% and can really see what he can do. And, you know, getting to wrestle Will Ospreay, too, was certain, had to be a thrill for him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to see what happens uh, out here in January, yeah. Yeah, and, of course, the, the TNA brand. What do you think about them going back to TNA? I, I like what he said. I mean, as far as branding purposes, because I still refer to it as TNA uh, all the time. And then, got oh, yeah, they took out that so yeah i think it makes sense from that standpoint i don't think it's gonna like um i don't know is it a different attitude or it's just a throwback you know but definitely from a branding standpoint it's good stuff man welcome back tna yeah it'll be fun and so you know get your tickets it's going to be an awesome time you know i know when sam they were at last time they were here at sam's town just a, a raucous crowd all th- all three days they were here so it's going to be fun and if you and you know i know we took ken thompson from sports x radio the last time we were here, took him out one night, and it was his first pro wrestling event, and he had an awesome, awesome time. So even if you maybe have never been to a pro wrestling card, this will be a, a terrific opportunity for you to do it and see some outstanding performers from TNA. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. And when we come back, of course we got a whole lot more. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Are you kidding me? We've still got this the rest of this hour plus another one. Oh wow. Yeah, I got some a huge announcement. Really? Yep. You huge. didn't even tell me what this is. I know. Huge I wanted you to is. be surprised. I want to see the look on your face. Wow. Well, we're gonna be talking more uh WWE stuff and Brian Danielson may have been one of the people getting CM Punk out of T or uh, AW. We'll be back. 1015 FM K Don. You're listening to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Vegas. The Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Now, here again is Mark Hoke. Hey, let's talk some more pro wrestling, shall we? Because that's what we do on the Mark Hoke Show. I'm Mark Hoke. The bobblehead sitting in the booth. Crank, is... crank that whack music back up, man. Whack music? Yes, yeah, whack. But anyways. <laughs> is it? Are no, you considering a whack or wickety wickety whack? Uh, both. It is wickety whack. Dave, you're from the Bay. Yes, what, sir. What's the yeah. difference between whack and wickety wickety whack? 
Uh, whack is like it's lame. Wickety whack is well. That, number one, that's an East Coast term. So you're asking the wrong guy. But I'm I'm trying to decipher okay. this for you. Okay, Wickety whack is like it's extra whack. It's just just <clears throat> bonus whack. Yeah, and okay. I want to give a little PSA. Just because your company has an open bar retreat doesn't mean you have to drink everything. <laughs> this is two days ago, man. I still ain't right. I'm sorry. Isn't that a matter of self-control it on is. your part, David? Difference? Well, not just my part. Everybody was going bananas in there. That's a word to the wise. That's a PSA. We lose control. He said five more minutes. He put five uh, glasses of vodka on the counter. And you I, drank them all. I said, I'll take that. Wow. Yeah, look at me now. Shout out to the bartender. Oh, and there was another bartender. You know how, like, I don't know. At some point, she was like, you're getting aggressive. He's getting aggressive. I said, what? I'm the nicest guy in here. I said, I'm going to roast you on Sunday on the radio. But wow. then, I, then I thought about it and I said, she was, I don't know what her problem was. I'm going to let that go. I I have a feeling you were the problem. You're kind of the constant in all nah, of these things. I asked several sources. They said they didn't know what her problem was. Even her coworker was like, that's just her. And I went back and gave her a hug and said, let's squash it. We hugged it out. And she was still cussing me out <laughs> as we were hugging like that. <sighs> Come on, lady. David Difference, everybody. Yay. Um, big shout out to Big Valley tonight. Nine years going down. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Let's... Uh, Right now, it's going down Cadence High School over there in uh, Henderson. Unstoppable. Nine years. Shout out to Ricky Tenacious and the team. But we got Chris Bay taking on Xander. We got Papa Yase going against Fresco Maddox for that championship and a lot of other good stuff, man. It's going down tonight at 5 p.m. Yeah, have a great time over there. Yeah, get over and check that out. That's going to be a terrific card tonight. Big Valley Wrestling, ninth anniversary show. Yeah, hats off to them. Sing along with Ricky. Yeah, should be a lot of surprises, a lot of good people out there, so I'm excited to see the fam. Yeah, I'm going to be uh, on the road tonight. But Oh, yeah, you're going somewhere? <laughs> Wherever the uh, the app takes me. Mm. I'll be doing a little driving, but. Oh, I thought you meant grinder. No, 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 no. Not that app? <laughs> no, not that app. <laughs> All right. Well. <laughs> I wish the Tinder app was taking me somewhere, but, you know. Yeah, we can talk that, about that. That's another story. Um, let's talk a little bit about uh, – a little WWE stuff, and then next hour we're going to hit AEW kind of hard. Uh, Randall Orton mm-hmm. made his return to SmackDown, and he is officially a part of the SmackDown roster. Said daddy's home to Paul Heyman. So apparently he's throwing out some hints that he wants another piece of Roman Reigns. I think it was more than a hint. He said he wants the whole bloodline. Yeah. He wasn't happy with any of them. Of course, they were the ones that put him on the shelf, yeah. sort of, but well, storyline. Well, I mean, that's all. Life is a storyline, right? Yeah. So Randy Orton uh, looking like he's going to be taking on the bloodline, and but he also took out Nick Aldis with a pretty nasty RKO as well. Of course, Nick Aldis is now the man in charge of SmackDown, the GM. Mm-hmm. That may not have been a good move on Randy Orton's part because Nick Aldis is not the kind of guy that plays. Oh, that would be a good feud. If they if they actually got in the ring? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Maybe Ooh. that's maybe that's what it could be. Man, that would be all right. That would be a good introduction for Aldis wrestling for WWE. Eventually. I don't think right away. but You don't think right away? No, nah, you can't do that match right off the bat. What match do you do? I mean, I, mean, well, I don't know. Well, I mean, if he's messing with a bold line, let him beat up Jimmy for a while or something. Yeah, I guess. Him and Solo would be fun. Oh, yeah. That would be a good one, too. I would, I would enjoy that. But, yeah, so Randy Orton is back. 
Uh, we also had a little encounter this week with Cody and Shinsuke Nakamura. As uh, Cody uh, got misted by Shinsuke. So apparently we're going to get Cody and, Sh- Cody, Cody, Cody and Shinsuke. How about that? We're going to mix them up. Cody and Shinsuke. <laughs> I like that. Cody Rhodes and Shinsuke Nakamura are going to be battling it out for a while, it looks like. What do you think of that? I think that's I think it's going to be a fun feud. Oh yeah. I mean, well, I'm a Shinsuke guy again, but what happens with that? Cody can't lose to him. Are you sure? I don't think so, not if we're still trying to finish that story. I don't know, you could you could maybe do a you know, best of 3 type, you know. Oh yeah. You know, well, one of those one of those trade-offs. Yeah, I just want to see Shinsuke come out better. I I I would too. I and it's funny that people are raving about the promos he's doing in Japanese. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't seen that, he's doing. You know they're cutting all these promos in in Japanese for him, and he's coming off even more of a badass than he did doing promos in English. I mean, he just looks like. I mean, I wouldn't want to bump into him in a dark alley. Well, what would you be doing in a dark alley, Mark? Well, you never know. Sick. <laughs> You're sick, man. That what grinder up again. What, I don't know. What are you doing? <laughs> that grinder up, and up in an alley. Just relax, man. Shout yeah. out to the Ripple, man. Gary Johnson. <laughs> you, you have lost your mind. Uh, I told you it's been gone. It ain't coming back, brother. Oh, man. I need lots of water. Shout out to everybody listening. Yeah. Appreciate you guys. Yeah, hop in that chat box. So we got a, we got an hour to go, and we lo- we would love to hear from you, actually. We got Ripple Man in there. Yeah. Good old Gary. <laughs> That's my guy. You know, man. I forgot Gary Gary said something really bad about you on Monday. About me? Yeah. What did he say about me? I don't know. I don't remember. I forgot. You got a clue. Say it. No, actually, I, I can't remember exactly what he said. Ripple Man, what'd you say? Put it yeah, in the comments. Well, yeah, but. Was it really bad? Well, he likes me better than he likes you. Ah, well, his name's Ripple Man. Which Do I a- need him as a fan? No. no. Gary's a good dude. Oh, okay. <laughs> you just said he disrespected me. Well, he was just pointing out the obvious from what, what, what it, happens ooh, on the show. What, uh, Ripple Man, Gary you, Johnson, leave a me. comment. What did you say? <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> We've got a whole lot more pro wrestling Gary Johnson just you. made the list. <laughs> and, of course, we want to thank Josh Alexander for being on the show. Uh we have a lot of interesting stuff from AEW as the stuff with the devil is heating up with MJF. Brian Danielson, did he have a hand in sending CM Punk packing? The Continental Cup is heating up. Tammy Sitch is off to jail. And I have a surprise for David Difference. I got a surprise for you, Mark. No, it's a good one. Stick around. I'm waiting, Hour Gary. two of the Mark Oak Show. We'll be right back. Want more of The Mark Hoke Show? Follow us on Twitter at Mark Hoke Show, like us on Facebook at The Mark Hoke Show, and visit MarkHokeShow.com to keep up with everything happening with the show. And remember to check out all of our archive shows on YouTube at The Mark Hoke Show and download our podcasts at MarkHokeShow.Podbean.com and all your favorite podcast outlets. So join The Mark Hoke Show family today, and thanks for listening.